Hello, all. Welcome back to our podcast. The We Need to Talk Club presents While You Were Scrolling. So this is our podcast where we discuss and review and recap books, shows, movies that we absolutely loved or hated and just need to talk about. So here we go. While you were scrolling, guys, we were reading Crescent City One. House of Earth and Blood, our favorite author, Sarah J. Mass. Yes, this is old because we already talked about Crescent City 2 when it came out, which was great. And now we're going to go backwards the same way we do with Bridgerton and all that. If you've been listening for a while, we go backwards sometimes from the new to the old because we'd rather be in time, you know, style. And the old is timeless. You can't get, can't get past that. So Crescent City one. Let's get into it. And again, if you don't know us by now, spoilers. So prepare yourself. Here we go. Let's introduce ourselves. I am one of your hostesses today, Tamaya. And please introduce yourself, second hostess of the day. And your second hostess is Ariana. Hello, Ariana. We are serious book addicts um, in the group. Mm-hmm. So here we go. She and Ariana's always. I used to give. She's always been more of a bookie than me. But then I started giving her book recommendations, and then she started shooting them back. And a girl be trying to keep up, y'all. I be trying to keep up. Thank you, Audible. Okay, sponsorships. Just a sponsorship. Um. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yes, we have literally a whole nother series in the pipeline to talk about, which we won't mention now because that's got to be a whole episode. And another series that I'm literally flying through right now that we will be talking about after that. So if you yes. want dose of fantasy, usually when me and Ari are on the on the pod, that's what you're going to get. Some serious fantasy books. And most likely it's got the good smut in it too. So, oh, and then there's that other book, that solo one with the water. We won't talk about that either. We got things to talk about. We got at least... Oh. Yeah, at least three other episodes to give y'all just yes, with us too. No, so. come on, we got we got to do better. We got yes, do we really do. We really do. In, in two weeks from now, we'll record yet another so we can catch up. Yeah, I, I'm, yes. I'm working on another series. So, oh my know. god, girl, let her have a catch up. You see what I'm saying? People? Catch up, <laughs> <laughs> catch up, catch up, catch hey. up. Because this, this other one is like, oh my god, all right. You know what? I just I reverse try. harem if you've never heard of that. I, I feel like I ha- I'm not gonna get into this with you anyway. Sarah J. Mass, Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood. This was a shocker book because both me and Ari are obsessed with Sarah J. Mass, and she, um, we're we're obsessed with her. Period. But there's one series which everyone knows, whoever knows Sarah J. Mass, the um, Akatar, A Court of Thorns and Roses series that we like literally drool for the next and the next, just keep giving them, keep giving us more, please, please. Um, And so while we were waiting for more, she dropped a whole new series. So it was kind of a, at least for me, it was a bittersweet moment because I needed more of the Akatar. And then here comes a whole new vibe that I wasn't ready for. What was your initial thoughts, Ari, when House of Earth and Blood dropped? What, What did you think, what were your initial thoughts since I just expressed mine and what did you think this kind of series would bring or what did you hope it would um all I knew is that I was gonna read it right like Mm -hmm. I loved everything else she wrote I was gonna read it I didn't really care what it was about right um the fact that it was labeled as like her um 
first like adult series, right? Because mm. everything else was originally labeled as young adult. And of course, we know Akatar now falls under the adult series. Mm-hmm. Um, but Crescent City was initially her first adult kind of urban contemporary fantasy series. Um, so I knew her I wanted coming to coming out it. series, if you will. <laughs> exactly. Like, all her books hinted so, at that she is an adult writer. But mm-hmm. her, yeah, but this one was the real like no 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 was it no bar holds like no whole bars like I'm going in. Yeah, yeah. So I was intrigued. Like I instantly I'm like, oh adult, like let me read what adult sounds like. Now that I know what a young adult sounds like, different <laughs> game as, right? What the hell is gonna like what is adult gonna sound like right. in my head, right? right? So I was super excited to read it. I read it in a few days, all 700, whatever pages, 800 pages, whatever it was, like, yeah. Yes. A super fan. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. It was, I was shocked when I, okay, so then when I first opened the book and started reading it, for a minute, I had to get my life together because, well, anytime you decide to do a fantasy book for anyone who reads them or plans on it, it's like a whole different mind shift because you're about to go into a whole new world with whole new rules, with whole new dynamics. So it's not like you get to read about your everyday life in the world you're used to today. When you walk into fantasy, you're walking into a new existence each time. You're walking onto a whole new planet every time. So you have to kind of get your mind ready for that. And I was still stuck in some of her old books. So I was kind of like, walking into this thinking of kind of a period time like you know like old school fantasy you know ain't nobody got electricity out here and this is completely opposite these mugs had cell phones these mugs had like all the technology we have today but with powers and shifting and these it was like oh Oh, I'm not used to the modern world of, <laughs> yeah. of powers and all this other stuff. So that was really fascinating. I think, I think she she did it well. I think she did it really, really well. Like almost like she was itching to write about a world today with all the aspects of her characters having before. It was Clearly. pretty seamless. It was pretty seamless to me. So we are introduced to Bryce Quinlan. She is the star of this series she always has a heroine as her lead which is probably another reason why we absolutely love and obsessed with her books and Bryce is spicy if you ever thought any of Sarah J Mass's other lead characters had some back talk or just sass sass oh this bitch is boss Bryce is fully <laughs> boss um she's a sexy and she knows it she was very much Selena vibes because Selena from Throne of Glass vibes because if you think about or not Aelin for spoilers hey I told you spoilers um from Throne of Glass mm-hmm. that was the only other character I felt from her that was like so at least lead character that was so freaking confident in who she was and what she was giving from the beginning she knew she was beautiful and she used it and it was like and what um and curvy okay let's not forget curvy. the curves like she was Bryce curvy and curvy. she knew it she had yes. boobs 
She had she ass. Had boobs and, and ass. she showed it off. Okay. Yes, she was apparently. something to look at. All right. Yes. <laughs> she wore the tight, mm-hmm. skin tight. She was ready for the callers, cat callers on the street. She was ready for it all. Mm-hmm. Bryce mm-hmm. Pullman was it. And I I I loved her. I loved her until I hated her. I will have to admit, <laughs> I was one of them. I was one of them. I don't feel fully proud of it now, but I was one of them. <laughs> Reading this book, we hit Bryce. She got a best friend, Danica. They're dope. They're living a good life. Then out of nowhere, you know, Danica has friends in like a whole pack because she's a half wolf um, and she is a full wolf that um, shifts a whole beautiful pack. One of the people in her pack, Connor, top dog, absolutely loves Bryce, begs to be with her. Bryce finally gives him a chance. Yes. I'm, yes I'm in this book i'm in it i'm like danica's the best friend connor's always wanted bryce bryce giving connor a shot oh snap i love connor connor's so sweet connor's so great then bryce now mind you party. connor is 100 pages right we get like the first few chapters and we're already like in love with this idea uh, of connor, of and connor. Yeah. yeah he doesn't he doesn't even, we don't even get to really develop this mug but she has mm-hmm. written him so perfectly from the start though i'm like oh Bryce and connor because we know she's excellent in romance her writing so i'm already <laughs> waiting for the who's the man that she gonna fall for and in all her writings the man that um that the lead character usually falls for she usually kind of hates or decides not to give them a chance or whatever the case so connor she's already been pushing this boy back for years I'm like, word, we got to fast forward. Because all the other books, it take us like two, three books before we get to the main meat of attraction. This one, I'm like, okay, she gave it to us at the end. So she's been shutting them off for this long. We're about to get into it, Connor. Then next thing you know, bitch, Connor dies. Connor, Danica, all them get killed. A whole pack of wolves. What they called the pack? There was a pack of wolves? That's what they, what they called themselves. Wolves. It was a pack. Yeah. Dead. The whole pack. Done. Done. And what's happening while they dead? Bryce is partying with her ass out, which is fine. But she ends up, after giving Connor the go and getting excited about being with him, fuck some random dude in the bathroom because she ain't Damn. technically with him yet. Damn. So she fucked some high, random guy in everything. the bathroom while Connor's getting mauled. <laughs> I was so uh, upset. Oh, was so it was upset. a bloody mess. It was a bloody mess. So for, so for her, like the adult concept, wasn't even so much just on the sexual side it was it was definitely on the visual this is some fucked up shit side yes (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. like who was ready for this not i i say hell no and there she goes stumbling back to the apartment and just to come up and Everybody blown to pieces. Everybody <laughs> colleges, people. Blown to pieces. Not even people, like no bones, just just ill. Like There's gore. Everybody was mm-hmm. jacked up. And then the world basically ends for Bryce, her best friend, her future person. Everybody, everything just blows up in Bryce's face. And we find out that her her videos and all her phone stuff was leaked so the world knows she was fucking someone else the world knows that she was fucking someone else when she was supposed to when she just agreed to be with connor the world knows that this is the per and and associates her personality with one of not caring and not being respectful to the people who were honored and just got killed which was not fair but me personally i was mad at the bitch too because i was like dang 
Connor's our God. Connor's our Rowan. Connor's our Resan. And here you go. Doing <laughs> some other man. Damn, you you Connor's Connor? the Resan? No, I wouldn't have taken it that far. I swear I was, friend. I oh wasn't ready. I, that's where I was like, Connor's it. Connor's <laughs> in game. I never thought of the fact that Connor was going to be Sam. But you know what? Connor was definitely Sam. So that that's a Connor good, was like, definitely Sam. Yeah, Connor was definitely Sam. So since we're talking about love interests, let's get into the next one. Like then she's introduced to Hunt Athelar. Right? Ooh, yeah. The yeah. angel from I don't even know what you want to call him. Because <laughs> this guy was like they were both basically detectives who come to figure out this murder and get involved with Bryce and try to figure out if she's no a suspect or not. And she's not. Um, but years later, Bryce still struggling out here, but living the life best she can, working, staying alive, staying alive. Ha, 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 ha. We find out even that. <laughs> we even find out that she, she was really considering suicide at some point, which sucks, which is understandable because mm-hmm. her world really was destroyed. Um, nobody was ready for this kind of like damn like her world like like Sarah J Mass literally dropped a full-blown nucleus into her like nuclear into her whole thing um but years later Micah Micah Dom, uh, Dominus the main archangel or basically the mayor governor of this land of this city decides to get involved in finding out because they never found Danica's killer and so they, I think they they went ahead and they they framed well, didn't necessarily frame. They charged someone who was a high suspect to be Danica's killer, this human man. And but in the meantime, it wasn't really figured out, and they found another murder that was similar. So then Micah is like, "Hey, I'm the governor, mayor. We can't have this kind of killings going on. If this is happening again, we got to find out who's the who's really behind this and so we're going to have to get back in touch with the only other person who saw them last person saw them alive which was Bryce and I'm putting one of my top detectives on it which is Hunt so then we realize oh this is that type of story you know Hunt the detective has to work with Bryce to figure stuff out and Hunt sexy so wait is is it Hunt is it Hunt is it Hunt like I feel like it's one of the people I'm looking around like who is in game who is it going to be? I don't know. But for Hunt, I was getting Tamlin vibes. Like, this wasn't it. Like, this, oh. I don't know. This ain't it. Okay. I don't know. Let's just say it now. Because this is spoilers. This is a recap. We didn't say it. We didn't saw it all. Hunt is sexy. Hunt is great. Hunt is nice. What? Well, he wasn't nice. They were fighting. They were fighting it out. They hated each other, which is usually the, the ingredients for Sarah J. Mass's, you know, <laughs> pumpkin pot that she will serve us. Okay. <laughs> So we're like, I, I guess, I guess this is it. But honestly, Hunt didn't do it for me. I love Hunt. He has not done it for me in book one nor book two. Nope. Nope. I won't go into nope. book two because it's about book one. But book one, he ain't it for me. I wanted something more. I wanted. I needed something else. I didn't know what, but it wasn't Ooh, Hunt. Yeah. So yeah, and I that- had it like in Tamlin vibes too. Like, all right, well, when this dude gonna pass, we can move on to the uh-huh. next. Uh huh. I mean, it's terrible to like read that way. Yeah. But like, everybody became a suspect, right? Yes. And it's like, cause you, I just knew Hunt was not it. 
I'm like, no, this is can't be Hunt. Like, no, it can't be. Everybody became a suspect for Bryce's love interest once we really got to like know Hunt and what their dynamic was. It mm-hmm. sounded too good to be true, <laughs> right? Ooh. I mean, so we anyway. said we're not talking about book two, but yeah, I know, I know, I know. You said we're not talking about <laughs> right, right, right. But they do, they still, they do get the feels in book one. It's like, oh, okay, thank okay. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, don't we also find out that like Micah was the archangel because in in the midst of her running from the chrysalis after the the wolf pack had died. Mm-hmm. Then we also find out that Micah is the one that she ended up like saving. Yes. Yes. Once nice? Bright, yes. Mike, she ended up saving after she found out the, the the her whole world was over and that everyone was killed. She found tracks of the monster that supposedly killed them and went and followed that monster out and found that monster basically mauling another angel about to kill somebody else in a similar way. And she just went full blown. She went for because she is also um, I don't not biracial. I'm sorry, but she is half um, powers and half human. She is half fae. So basically, that kind of came out of her supposedly, and she went and mauled and and potentially killed or attacked this monster and saved Micah. Yeah, I don't think she killed it. No, she didn't kill it, but she really injured it and was able to save Micah in the process. And, and got herself she, she didn't know. Oh yeah, she got herself injured bad in her thigh, um, which we find out she allows the pain to continue because that is her form of suffering, self-suffering, because she also feels guilty. Like the world has been blaming her for many things that weren't her fault and that isn't fair, including myself. And, <laughs> and she was blaming herself for not being there, for not being better, for not for all the things that are unfairly what a lot of people who grieve do in terms of blaming themselves for the death of their loved ones Mm -hmm. and allow that wound in her thigh from that monster to fester and cause her to limp in fact and not lead to her full potential just because she felt like she deserved it so she ends up saving Micah which we didn't know till later on in the book so that was fascinating. What did you think about the detective aspect of this book? Was it a turn off? Was it a turn on? Not necessarily sexually, but it was like, was it something that you really felt was I like, like, yeah, talk to me. I like the mystery of it, right? It was a puzzle that like needed to be solved. It, it had twists, it had turns. I like the, the detective piece of it because it really was like, it put things in your mind that you probably didn't think of at first. However, after they're like, okay, they're investigating something and you're like, oh, I never even thought about that. However, right. it was like a complete deviation from what actually was happening, right? So it just took you away. Um, it made you think outside the box to me um, in regards to you know, how they were going about finding out who actually murdered them. Right. So it was it was an extra bit of piece that I'm not used to from her books either. So it was like she mm-hmm. not only attacked a whole new dynamic in terms of time frame, everything is modern. 
Um, she also decided to bring in a whole new situation, not just big bad guy we got to find, but detective work and figuring mm -hmm. out the clues and figuring out her plan and all these things that were, it was a bit, at first, at first I'll admit, at first it was a little dry for me because of all the extra, like, because with detective work, it's a lot of, you know, um, looking around coming up short this that and the third yeah. you know i'm used to building it's a lot of find, building it's a lot of building yes and i'm used to if we're gonna go find answers we're gonna find something and there's always some excitement or something mm -hmm. in between mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. not the, the pace of this book at first so at first only because of what i'm used to i wasn't really um i wasn't really drawn to it but i caught up i got into it as it went because the only thing more satisfying than getting your answer immediately is getting your answers <laughs> after true. a good while. After you've been building and going on this road with them, you get frustrated with them and you get tired with them. When those answers drop, it's like, oh, yes, I knew it, or I did it. Mm -hmm. what? It, it mm -hmm. And it did have all of that, which was good. It was juicy. I like it. And it had monkey wrenches. Like the biggest yes. monkey wrench was freaking Adis. This damn cat. That's like the freaking prince of hell or whatever. Okay. Like that was a big monkey wrench because I instantly was like, oh, he's it. She is going to fall in love with the freaking devil. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. I wanted it too. I'm bad. Prince I'm bad. Because again, we didn't think, again, we did not think that um, Hunt was in game. So when she finds out that she knows the freaking one of the princes of hell from the seven hells, apparently in this world, and this prince is apparently sexy as hell, no pun intended. I swear I didn't mean it, but it happened. <laughs> so it was meant to be. And he's like, you know, he ice cold and, you know, he's hard and everybody thinks he's evil and scared of him. Whoop, this is my reset. This is... <laughs> I was so desperate for that, that again. <laughs> and so I'm like, I just threw Hunt completely out the window. Poor Hunt didn't have a chance. I just did not want Hunt in the mix. So that was a monkey rich, which apparently didn't lead to where we thought it would lead. Then there was the monkey rich of Hunt being found guilty, apparently working to help her, but on the side, working behind her back to go ahead and, and, and carry on with his plan, with his rebels, because Hunt is a fallen angel. So that means he is an angel who was a part of like this rebel group war, who was then caught, um, arrested, tortured, and then basically reacclimated into society, you know, halfway house style to be a detective and work with these people, work on the side of the law. And so we find out that he ain't let go of his rebel dreams. He out here still even though, you know, Hunt apparently was, so Hunt feels like, you know, you don't really like me, love me. I wasn't enough for you to just turn, you know, turn your, um, turn the cheek and, and, you know, not get back into this rebel game. That was rough. We find out that they framed Danica. They convinced Hunt and us as readers through this detective things that Danica was just a drug addict who got involved with this extremely dangerous drug from this extremely dangerous chemical company and ended up taking too much, which caused her to, you know, act out of control and kill the entire pack as well as herself. What? So there's no killer. Danica's the killer. What? Yes. 
It was so many yes. monkey wrenches monkey thrown wrench. into this. Monkey us off. Like Sarah was like, it you were not gonna figure murder this out. Suicide. Murder suicide. Murder suicide. Like she was Book like, you're not gonna Reed. figure this out. They I'm gonna make blaming, sure you don't figure blaming this out. Blaming that human. Okay. They had that human fucked up, locked up in the jail. But no good. Well, he was he was doing some I type mean of he stuff, was a shitty ass human. <laughs> but he ain't killed Danica. He ain't killed now, that was the that was like drop the mic. I'm closing the book for tonight. I can't read no more. Because okay. we just went through all of that for Danica to be the one to kill herself. Like, but what that, the fuck? <laughs> tell, tell you telling. Oh, the anger. The anger. I felt. <laughs> I was so confused. I was in it. I was just, she put us through so many roller coasters with this book, which again is why I love her. Throw me through the roller coaster, ma'am. Put me through the wildest ride of my life. I love you for it. Only you, only you, Sarah J, could do such things to me. And I keep running back for more. In the mean between time, we find out these side characters who we absolutely fall in love with. They need to be mentioned, honorable mentions. Um, though they're not huge factors in the story, they are very much honorable mentions. Um, Room Dannon. We have Bryce's half-brother, we find out, who is a prince, which means Bryce is technically a princess if she wants it. Um, Rune is just... What's word? What's two words you would use? One or two words you would use to describe Rune, girl, from your point of view? Mm-hmm. A young Reese. Is it though? <laughs> I, I would say, I would say Reese and, and um, oh my gosh, you better not forget his name. This is the love of your life. Girl, what's, say his name, say his name. Girl, which name? Not Cassian. Cassian? No. Asriel? Asriel. I would say my two words is recent Asriel. Rune mm-hmm. is literally a mixture of recent Asriel with his looks and with his powers, with his shadow making wonderful. He could definitely be like a modern Reese, right? Like Prince. Yes. You know, like that whole Prince atmosphere, but don't really yes. want it, right? Yes. Because, you know, Reese. He, oh, you know, true. I mean, he stepped into his title, but he would have rather yeah, did something else. Want it either, right? You right. know, but the shadows is what threw me off. To. The shadows is what threw me towards Asriel. Oh, Asriel yes, has yes, shadow yes. singer power and Rune's mm-hmm. extra power. He's more powerful in his shadow skills than this he is, is in his light bringer type skills from his father. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. us some room. We love us some room. Honorable yeah. mentions. Um, he has Damn. a much bigger, much bigger plot in book two. So yes, if you yes. Him in book one, you need to get okay. up in book two too. Okay. Goddamn. Okay. Um, next, I think honorable mention we have Juniper and Fury, which are was um Danica's best friends and is still Bryce's best friend as well. They were like a foursome, Sex in the City style, and um Fury is literally uh what's our Amarin reincarnated. So this is yeah. very much still a lot of the same kind of character types from yeah. our Akatar series in this, Just which again, guys, don't blame day. me. Don't blame yeah. me. That's why I kept thinking of, of Akatar. Anyway, <laughs> she did it. She did it to me. But Fury is apparently this all-powerful, some type of being that people don't know except the higher-ups who has all access to everything and is feared by everyone, but no one knows why. That is Amran. Um, Absolutely. 
the last best friend is Juniper, who's this gorgeous black, love when she adds some color into her stories, ballerina Fawn, who is just, just fabulous and sweet, but also powerful and stern and loves fiercely. Okay, so I love me some Juniper. What would you say? What was, what's a word for you? Because my word for Fury is Aaron. My word for Juniper is just, I, my two words is loves fiercely. Because that girl, I feel like really does it. What about you? Go for Fury, go. One or two you, words. Well, Fury definitely is, is Amarin. Amarin yeah. reincarnated. Like that's modern day Amarin. Without the, the, yes. the fire dragon piece. Um, <laughs> as far as we piece, know. Okay? It, well, as far as we know, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, okay? Damn, so many connections. So many connections. So many connections. Oh now, God. Juniper. I know. Now, Juniper. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who she would compare to. Oh, well, she would definitely compare to, um, I feel like, um, Farrah's sister. Elaine? Yeah. 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 I could see that. I could see I that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can see. The more I talk about it, the more I think about it, I can definitely see that. And if you want to know, just as if y'all into this episode, if y'all want to know how connected these two damn books are, go and watch Crescent City 2. Shameless plug, but necessary. Our review recap of Crescent City 2. Y'all, the sky and breath, we went off, okay? We went off because the Definitely. things that were revealed in that book. <laughs> yes, okay. First Low of clap. all, Slow clap. huge ass Easter egg from this book. Yes. The whole book is titled fucking Crescent City. Yes. Meanwhile, what was it? Kingdom of Ash as Aelin's flying through all the freaking worlds and she comes across the Crescent City. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Like, oh, have me read that series all over again. Oh my gosh. Oh, so, so I think we once, I didn't figure it out on my own, but you know, there are some avid book readers, fans, investigators, whatever you want to call them out okay. there. Tumblr, the, the theorist, they figured the it out immediately. They were like Crescent City and then connected Kingdom of Ash like immediately. Immediately. And it's like at that point, then you can start piecing everything together because you're like, oh, this is definitely like crossover type material here. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, oh, oh good stuff. Oh, good, good gracious stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jeez. I love it. I love the little nugget she puts in the there. What you say? Book? Oh. oh, like with the next one, right? You started itch. I heard because you know she was working on the show, but I heard that the show is finished being written and now they're kind of just waiting to see if it gets picked up. So I think she'll be back into her book world now, which is great for us. Um other honorable mentions, Therian, very small part in this yes, book. It is. Very small part in this book, but great eye candy. She loves to drop mm -hmm. us some good, good water eye candy. Mm -hmm. oh, he's one of the seafood. Yeah. And we absolutely, absolutely admire and love this man. Uh, he is like tiger striped, gorgeous eyes. I believe red or like brown, red, gold hair. Just yeah, something like sexy that. with a Built. fin. 
you know. Mm-hmm. He, he transforms very fast. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He can get a fin when he's in the water and legs when he's out. Come on, little mermaid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything but little. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> another, don't forget the otters. <laughs> Don't forget our lovable otters. Our lovable otters. All the little otter folk who come and deliver mail. If you love animals, little animals, this is it. At this point, this is just an advertisement for Sarah J. Mass in Crescent City, and I am here for it. Um, Another honorable mention is Jessaba. Jessaba is Bryce's boss, who apparently, she's literally the, 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 the definition of a boss bitch. And she has all this access and all this information and so much um that Bryce uses whenever she can um to help her with her detective work and so who would I feel like Jessica is another version of um um Amarin too like the one of all knowledge all knowing from the past no one knows her history either <laughs> but she has like yeah all this access she could definitely be Amarin yeah, like the other half, if that was it. Um, and yeah, so that is who we basically get. Um, I guess the last honorable mention, well, second to last, because there's one, but she's she's much more than honorable mention. Second to last honorable mention would be Hypaxia. Hypaxia is another character who's a small part in this book, big part in the next book. She is important in this story because as Hunt is captured for his rebel, you know, all his rebel activities, he is basically re-imprisoned and his powers are restricted yet again because he's re-imprisoned and re, well, like he's, I don't know the word, I'm just gonna use re-imprisoned. So if you wanna judge me, judge me. Uh, <laughs> but later on in the book, we find out that Bryce figures out a whole bunch of shit, which we're about to talk about. And as she figures out all this shit, we find that Hunt is actually innocent to a degree. He was trying to stop the rebel activities not exactly continue on with them. And he really wants to help Bryce with this new information she's found out and they love each other and blah, blah, blah. And so Hypaxia comes in to save the day by using her powers to free um, Hunt because the witches are the only ones with the power to imprison him, imprison, there it is, and free him. So she goes ahead and frees him. So that's why she's important. That's why we give her our thanks because he goes ahead and helps out Bryce after being freed by Hypaxia. So I feel like the last aspects of this book, which are the most important bits, because again, this book was excellent, but it had its dry moments. And a large part of it, I think is because a first book always has to do a shitload of world building. Yes. And she had to literally had to rebuild from scratch. Yes. Right. And it was a modern world, right? Yes. She had to give you all of those pieces. Yes. And it's harder than we even initially realized because she wove in so many different Easter eggs and nuggets and connections in there. So it wasn't even like she got to start over from scratch and not consider all the past books and past information. No, she used all of that to weave into here, which made the story even more complicated. So bless her heart. But that is why the story had a bit of a drag at first. It was very long, very filled with a lot of stuff that wasn't necessarily action, but building. So you're kind of going along because you're still interested. She's holding you on somehow. And then bam, like the last, how many pages? Like 100, 200 pages or something like that. 
we're like what? a clusterfuck of all the action in the world yes. passed into these yes. last few chapters that had you on the edge of your seat. You can't stop. If you hit the first page of these chapters, yep. when you were like, I'm just going to read one more chapter and go to bed, but you wasn't going to bed. No. That's a 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. because you had to, you couldn't start it without finishing. It was mm-hmm. that type of binge. Yeah. It was a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie. <laughs> it was a movie. It was a whole film. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Okay. Okay. Last honorable mention, which has a very big part in this book, is Lahaba. Uh. Huh. So Sarah Dumas decides to smack us all in the fields because that's what she do. She's disrespectful, but we love her for it. She gives Bryce one last bestie. Instead of Danica, she gives Bryce Lahaba because after Danica's passing, everybody basically went on with their own lives, Fury, Juniper, the world. And so she wasn't really talking to Rune because of their own personal issues. And so the only other person she let in before Hunt and during Hunt was Lahaba, which was this beautiful little fraught fire, thickum, let's say thickum snickum, mm-hmm. another curvy lady, um, fire sprite that worked with her at her job with at Jessica's um, company. Lahaba was sweet. Lahaba loved watching some smut. Lahaba was us. Lahaba <laughs> was us. She loved looking at the sexy men. She told Hunt he was sexy all the time. She was funny. She was sweet. She was kind. And she loved us some good smut. Yes, Lahaba was us. And so at the at the very tail end, oh gosh, I'm not gonna get emotional. I did this, I did one other recording of this series, and I I think I cried on the podcast episode. <sighs> okay, so what we end up finding out is that the entire time Micah is behind everything, the angel that Bryce saves, the governor mayor of the entire city, the one who put her on the hunt to try to find the killer, he is the killer. He's the one who framed Danica. He's the one who framed Hunt. He's the one who set everything up. He's the one who even set up his own attack in which Bryce saved him in order to make sure he was not a suspect. He is the big evil man that we were all looking for and didn't know we were looking for. And he shows up at Bryce's job with Lahaba and basically tells her in beautiful, evil, evil doer fashion, his entire plan, <laughs> his entire evil plan Unfazed, okay? Unfazed. and what he's going to do next in terms of using her and her body because she, Danica was so smart. She actually tattoos the main item in this story, the most like this horn that has all the power that um, people were looking for and the detective work was kind of looking to acquire throughout the entire book. It supposedly Um, opened portals. Correct, it opens portals, but it no longer works according to the lore without the blood of the Starborn, which is the person who first wielded it. And Starborn blood is in Bryce's blood, it's in Rune's blood, but the world only knows Rune to be Starborn. Apparently Bryce doesn't have any powers, okay? So it was a lot of freaking reveals in this last few chapters too. We find out Bryce ass is the Starborn Starborn. Like she had, that is her only superpower is to blind the hell out of people. And 
Okay, second book you will learn she got other shit. But right now, blind the hell out of people and had the Starborn gift. So technically she got the power to make the horn work. Danica figures this shit out because Danica's brilliant and decides to steal the horn because she knows it's about to be stolen, basically. Grinds the motherfucker up and in a drunken haze of their party days, tattoos it onto Bryce's skin without Bryce even knowing. Because if the horn is fused in with a Starborn, true Starborn, it will work. And Danica's one of the only people in the world who knows Bryce is Starborn, Starborn, because Bryce's been keeping it a secret, bitch. Another reveal. <clears throat> okay. So Michael was looking for this damn horn, realized Danica knew something about it, realized Danica stole it, and decided to kill Danica for knowing all the truth about his dirty little secrets about how he's trying to open portals and control the world, straight Loki and Avatar, I mean, uh, Loki and freaking Avengers 1 style. Okay. So mm -hmm. if you don't know what that is. Watch Marvel or don't come at me. Don't come to this show if you don't know what Marvel's about. <laughs> Anyways, so we go ahead. We now find out that all the answers are, are, are given. Micah's the killer. Danica did steal the horn. The horn is embedded in Bryce. Bryce is starborn. Micah now knows Bryce is starborn. Micah coming after Bryce. And the only person to protect her or, or, or only person with her is freaking Lahaba and the damn dog. I forgot the dog's name. But he's a cute dog and bless him. Let's start with a C. I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, I forgot his little name. But anyway, those are the only two people with Bryce. And so they basically get into a whole fight. A whole fight. Mm -mm. In this damn, in this damn job where Bryce ends up um trapping Micah by the grace of her smarts at the time. Well, don't forget to mention that everyone is watching. The Everyone is watching. watching. The world is watching because Bryce is so smart. She links the feed of everything Micah is saying, his evil plan and all, to the world because the world, what let's say the world convention. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, it's it official, some type of but it's like some, some convention where all the powers of the world come together. It's on the news. Okay. It's like we all watching the United Nations, everybody together talking about how to move forward with the world. And this is a convention happening. And while everyone's there, Micah sneaks out to go attack Bryce. But Bryce puts on the cameras, attaches it to the world feed. So the world all hears his evil plan and knows what he's trying to do. So now everybody's trying to find a way to Bryce. That's why Hunt gets free to go save Bryce because he saw it on the televisions first. So Bryce is fighting this damn archangel with all this power, traps him at one point to, to buy herself and Lahab and everybody time because Bryce is injured after the fight. She's trying to give them all time to get out of there and get safe. Lahaba knows that her limping ass ain't gonna make it. So Lahaba decides to sacrifice her goddamn self <laughs> by trying to say, to try to give her some more time by using all her little power, all her little fire sprite power to break the glass of this huge random ass aquarium in this goddamn job. <laughs> to try to drown out Archangel Micah for a moment to give Bryce some time to save herself. Bryce is like, Hobba, don't do it, bitch. I just set mm. your ass free. I just bought your freedom papers. You gonna be free, girl, because she was a slave. Everybody working for Jessica was kind of a slave. They was on loan. She was like, bitch, you free. And Lahaba like, bitch, I know I be looking through your papers, bitch. I bet knew I was free because I know you's a good person. That's why I'm saving your ass. Go, bitch, go. And that little sprite drowned herself out, put out her own little fire in order to save good old damn Bryce to, to try to save herself. 
when I tell you the tears that everybody yeah. who's read this book has shed, it was, it was to fill up. that room that was drowned out by Lahaba. Okay, damn, it was good. She gave us all the feels, punched us all in the gut because Sarah J. Mass, as much we love her, she gonna be quick to kill a bitch. And it's cool. she made up for it. She could keep going, friend. She made up for it. Keep she going. made up for it. So all right. So it saves Bryce. It's but instead of Bryce running up out of there and saving herself by running down the street, she know Micah ain't dead. She goes up, closes the door instead, closes the exit door, runs up into Jessica's office because Jessica has all things ancient and good and grabs what is called the God Killer, which is like this big ass busty ass gun and goes ahead, turns around and shoots the shit out of Micah when he comes up. Literally, she, she, I forgot because Micah poisoned her ass too with the same drug that he poisoned Danica with that could give oh, her yeah. unnatural powers and speed, yep. but then also force her to kill herself. But Bryce, smart ass, already found the anecdotes, want to find out how, read the book, goes up, takes the anecdotes, everybody ready for her to die because they seen her get injected with the poison, but nope, she ain't finna die. She took the anecdote and go and get up there, get this guy killing. As soon as Micah walk upstairs to go look and see we got to chase after Bryce because he's sure he, she running. He turned around to find the God killer in his head. Boom. Badal. Badal. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a black podcast. Badal. <laughs> oh, it's so satisfying. Apparently killing that the That wasn't the most satisfying dramatic. part, though. It wasn't. It's so dramatic, though, that the world stopped, time slowed down, so we got to yes. physically experience Micah getting his head blown <laughs> off in slow-mo. Oh, yes, apparently when you kill an archangel, like, it affects the world. It okay? affects the world and the time <laughs> and space. So apparently he dies, burst in the dust, like freaking, again, Avengers, Infinity War now. And this bitch takes out a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Hoovers the fuck out of him in front of everybody. Okay. Vacuums <laughs> this nigga up. <laughs> in front of the world. Hey, Dyson is it. Okay, the world is shocked to the point where Hunt is able to get free without nobody noticing. Straight grabs on to another archangel in the room of the convention who's an evil bitch, so we don't care for her. And, and literally blows her up basically with his power. The world slows down again. Archangel's <laughs> 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 gone in like two minutes. Damn. Damn. But what happens even more so, because we told you these chapters ain't over. Apparently, before Micah gets bowed, he found a way to open the goddamn portal. So the world, all the aliens done flew through the portal, okay? All the all the all the monsters from one of the hells and came up out and is trying to run and kill and, and savage the city. So now Bryce has to go and either run for her life or try to protect everyone. Okay. And what this bitch do? She boss bitch. She goes and protects. She gets her guns out, her sword, because she's been trained to fight. Because ain't no heroine in a Sarah J. Mass book is not going to be trained, okay? It's okay. just not going to happen. They all know how to fight okay. because they all boss. And she goes out and tries to protect the city. And with that, she in and and she inspires the hearts of many, including like the wolf packs who at first despised her because they thought she was to blame 
for how she for, for Danica and Connor's death and not respecting them. They are inspired by her bravery. They come out to help. They come fighting the bad guys. They get all these people to safety. Um, a lot of people get away with, um, from the World Convention to come help, come get everything to safety. But of course, in some straight up modern day government times, because all the damn animals from hell are out and about and killing everything and they don't see a way out, the government out here, military is like, blow up the city. So there's <laughs> another aspect. Not only is she fighting these things, but there's some freaking nuclear planes on the way jets to come blow the city to fuck up <laughs> to try to protect the rest of the world from this monsters. Okay. So they come and blow the city up. But of course, Hunt gets there just in time to save this bitch because she's not in a bomb shelter. Of course, she got everybody else in but herself. Hunt comes to save her, lands on her right in time of the bomb. Girl. And is he okay? Hell no, man. She just no. got better out. Hell His no. wings is like twitching and falling off his shit. He don't he even look pretty no more. He burnt. He burnt. He's up. got no legs. He had no legs. No, legs. no arms. He was all torso. <laughs> he was all he was all oh torso. Not all okay. torso. He had nothing. He had nothing. He was all torso. Arms was gone, legs was gone. He was fucked up. He was fucked up. Now he lucky the shit had grow back, but he was fucked oh up. Oh my god, yo, I hate you for that. You <laughs> see? <laughs> oh, oh, so, so we find that Bryce's star ass power has the power to close all the portals if she gets the power up. And the only way to power up in this goddamn world is to make the drop. Ari, please explain the drop. <laughs> Girl. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, when you go and when you're ready to make the drop, you fall into this lake or pond or some shit, this water well. Yeah. Right. You fall into this water world, and then, but you have to have a support system to bring you back up. So it's like you're falling into your power, and once Ooh. you hit the the depth of your power, you need help from an, an anchor or something. Yeah. Made the drop to bring you back up. So for Bryce. She made the drop and she ain't had nobody to bring her ass back up. Yeah, she ain't have an anchor or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, an anchor. That's what they call it. And then, but she was dropping and then she just kept dropping. And then she just kept dropping. And there, apparently, at this whole convention, they could see like her power level. Right. And it was like, it they were sure the his power was level was higher just, than her father's. Yes, it was like unsubstantial, supposedly, but then it just kept getting higher and higher and higher because apparently the the point of the drop in the pit and and sacrificing yourself for the city allows you to, in that world that we've created, everyone likes to drop a piece of their power, kind of the way we drop a coin into mm -hmm. a, a pond and make a wish. They drop a piece of their power into this ultimate like pit in the city and everything in order to make their wishes and the city's kind of secret is that whoever sacrifices themselves for the city 
will acquire all the power of not their actual powers, but the power level. Like they would amplify their power with all the people who ever made the drops into this. And because she was sacrificing herself in order to save the city, she acquired all this power. So her power ends up surpassing, almost surpassing, right? Didn't quite her father's. I, I think, think it quite. did. It slightly surpassed because the room oh, okay. was like cracking jokes. Like, oh, she's more powerful than you now. Right, 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 like, right, right. It it slightly surpassed, not like greatly surpassed him, but he's the freaking fake king. And yeah. you know, yeah, just knowing that his daughter has more power than him did not quite sit well with him. Right, because he had tried for ass daddy. So yeah, that worked. Yeah. That was great. So that in was the midst great of satisfaction. Her, <laughs> absolutely. So in the midst of her making that drop, she gets to the end of her power. Now she needs to come back up. And who steps in? Good old. Oh my gosh, she had us in our fields again. Yes. Because apparently in this power world, Danica's dead ass decides to sacrifice herself. Because we also find that Bryce is not only completely selfless in every other way, from, you know, constantly going into debt to, to buy her friends freedoms from Lahaba to the little dog but also she sacrificed her place in the afterlife of peace for Danica to make sure that Danica got there um just because she didn't want to take any chances because apparently that is a thing in that world and so she went ahead and um sacrificed her place for Danica and so Danica sacrificed her place in the afterworld space <laughs> to come and help Bryce come back up from this pit in which she delved into to come back to her life and herself and her body. So emotional. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Light <laughs> all, it up, bitch. Light it up, bitch. All the feels. All the feels. Um, Bryce is Goku. Um, oh, gosh husband's over here walking by Bryce's Goku he says um but bit for real though <sighs> Ari what was where were you at please explain where you were in this point because I was a cry ass baby I was snotting yes. and I'm not a crier like but that really that really pulled some tears from me right because <laughs> You had this, Sarah J. Mass did a really good job of showing the how deep their friendship was mm. or how deep Bryce thought it was. I don't mm. know. Bitch, stay in book I mean, one. draw your own conclusions. Draw your own conclusions. That's all I'm saying. Um, so just for her to have that moment, right? The the whole point of Bryce never taking or never making the drop was because her and Danica were supposed to do it together yeah so in that moment right it takes you back to the beginning of the book and how strong they were together and how they wanted they had this idea of we're gonna make the drop together mm-hmm. and Connor's gonna be there to bring us back and all this good stuff that you know of course never happened so the fact that Danica was able to still pull through for her mm-hmm. in the end it was very powerful because the way they described it is like a runway right but because Bryce had fell so deep into that power well right because she had absorbed all of that power 
from that center point in the city, she had a long way to go. And the fact that she was able to, Danica um, was able to push her through and bring her back, um, back to the surface, essentially. It was a very powerful moment in that book. Very powerful. So it, it definitely... Um, pulled some pulled some tears from this non crier. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, oh, best friends for life, bitch. It is true. Yeah, because and then now there's some hope for the city, right? Because yeah. Bryce has all of this freaking power, and what is she gonna do with it? You know? Yes, because it's her first light, and her first light is so immense. First light is supposed to be basically as powerful as freaking um umbilical cord blood in our world like mm-hmm. you know can heal all basically and so this first light power heals hunt of course immediately heals the city puts it all back together and closes all the portals so that all the devil things go away so it was it was freaking incredible it was incredible and it was incredible because we really only got a little bit of time with Danica and Bryce in the beginning but she set it up so well that we felt their love and connection in those few pages out of all those pages. So it was really, really powerful that when she came back, we felt that. Like, it felt like we were with her the entire book. Like, there go, bitch, light it up. Mm-hmm. Light Absolutely. it up. Oh, my Absolutely. God. It was definitely a moment. It was definitely a moment. Felt it. It was definitely a moment. And so. You were that, there. Yeah. Right, all that world building yes, came to yes, fruition yes. because you could you could really put yourself there, like in yes. that moment. So yes, like she had to do all that to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, the book can drag a bit, can be a bit much to kind of learn everything, but it is so worth it. Again, this is like an advertisement, but we are not mad at it. It is so worth it if you ever want to delve into you know, a Sarah J. Mass incredible story without necessarily um, locking yourself to all the different books that 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 requires. Um, we highly, highly suggest getting into Crescent City first because there's only two books. Everybody else got a lot more books. So um, they're all worth it. But if you want to start small, this is the way. Crescent City One is the way. House of Earth and Blood did the damn thing. And even with us telling you these spoilers, it's still nothing like experiencing it for yourself. So yeah. go out there, grab it, enjoy it, feel the shit out of it. Um, I do have another question for you, though, Ari. Okay. After this excellent, excellent um, run through and experience of reading this book, please tell us one thing you would have liked to see that did not occur in the book now that we done put it all out there what did happen in the book what's one thing you wish happened in the book some bryson hunt sex thank you okay <laughs> you want to talk about a slow burn not even a slow burn because they had their moments yeah but they were always disrupted yeah like something or someone or his back bled open on her white couch like it was always something that was just like oh like, no they're not gonna do it right now yeah like what Blue the ball. hell what the hell so you know if we could have finished if they would have finished then we could have finished because you know <laughs> there's still like build up around that whole thing like what the hell where's the sex oh. <laughs> 
Sheesh. Oh my gosh, you ain't lying. Sheesh. You ain't lying. And then we she had the nerve to kind of like roll it over into the next one. No, girl, you better. Yes, like you better not. Okay. You better cut this shit short. All right. You got tired of this All shit. All right. Shoot. God damn cut it. To the chase. Cut to but the yeah, chase. That was the sorest part of that book, right? Even though it was like, they're not in game. They're not, this doesn't feel right. There has to be something more. It was still like, well, at least get us okay, off. Okay, where, where's the <laughs> sexy time? Okay, where's the sexy time? Everybody got all right? this pent up aggression. Yes. Let it out. Yes, let it out at the very <laughs> least. Because even with the other non-end games, they still had a moment. They were still, you know, Hello? knocking and bucking at some point. She Damn. milked this. She milked Bryson Hunt literally to the last chapter <laughs> of this book yes. she had so, they had so many missed opportunities yes literally yes. the last chapter you're like oh hell yeah they about to get it in psych 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 i can say the oh. only other extreme blue ball moment i've ever experienced in my life uh, through through entertainment, cinema, and art, I'm saying, would have to be Men in Tights. Do you remember that film? Oh, with Lady, <laughs> Lady. <laughs> with Chappelle, all of them. And in Men in Tights, these mugs had the nerve to, at the very end, after he won, beat the bad guy, all the things, she had that damn chastity belt. <laughs> oh, yes. He was like, clink. <laughs> All you heard was, bing. Chastity <laughs> belt. <laughs> and, and he had the wrong key. It was so bad. I think that was the first time I ever experienced, like, oh, hell no. We don't went to the school. And you ain't getting like no yelling key? through the castle for the key. Like, they yes, were like yes, yelling through the, the castle. castle. <laughs> Went through this whole book and nobody getting no nookie. What? Yes, nobody. Nobody. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, it was so good. Which that oh, pussy had so to be good. musty anyway. That that thing oh, had to that be was musty. Thing. Yeah, that thing to had to be musty. She was and she was like taking baths with it on. Like you couldn't have been drying that thing properly. It was musty in there. Right, all the lady things that's happening up in that damn chastity belt. She needed the bath before she needed the action. That's for sure. Ooh. Now that I'm grown, you're right. Mm-hmm. Ew, why you got me thinking of that? <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up, bitch. <laughs> Just saying, that's the only other thing where it's like you tease this throughout the whole thing, all the way to this point of uh, nope, nope. Oh man, but Not yeah, today. honestly, yeah, honestly, it was it was incredible. It was a great experience. I'm glad we read it. I'm glad Sarah J. Mass is alive and we're alive at the same time. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Any last wording, Ari? Read her books if you have not done so. Right, you're and only more doing to your come from us. Her. You said, and more to come from us. Oh yeah, we oh, still have yeah. um the rest of her series to talk oh, about. Oh yeah! Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just can't hide it. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah. yes, 
Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to us. Please remember to review us, follow us, support us on all your listening platforms. We are while you were scrolling. We will be back with more because we have more. We told you in the beginning of the episode, we got at least three other books to just two series and one other book to just delve into. So make sure you continue to follow and listen because we will be dropping those in the weeks to come. We have been your hostesses, Tamaya and Ariana. Bye.